Welcome to Podcast at Boatwright. I am Lucretia McCulley, Director of Outreach Services at Boatwright Library. Our authors today are Dr. Scott Allison, Department of Psychology, and Dr. Al Gothels, Jepson School of Leadership Studies. Dr. Allison and Dr. Gothels have co-authored a recent book entitled, Heroes, What They Do and Why We Need Them. Published by Oxford University Press, the book offers a stimulating tour of the psychology of heroism, shedding light on what heroism and villainy mean to most people and why heroes, both real people and fictional characters, are so vital to our lives. Scott and Al, thank you for joining us today. And our first question is, what inspired you to write on this particular topic? Well, it's nice to be here, Lucretia. And uh, Al and I have been collaborators for a number of years on related topics, probably the most uh, relevant of which was uh, our work on underdogs and why people love underdogs, support underdogs, and favor underdogs. And, and so our, our interest in heroes is kind of a natural outgrowth of our interest in underdogs and how underdogs who prevail, who triumph over adversity, are seen as great, great heroes in our society. And also some work that Scott did on glorifying the dead, the death positivity effect. Dead people are frozen in time in some glorified way. And so we got talking about both rooting for underdogs, glorifying the dead, and somehow the idea of heroes came to mind. And I said, Scott, why don't you write a book about it? Heroes. He said, if you write it with me. And I said, yes. It was all, the deal was sealed in about eight seconds. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it alone. I needed Al. <laughs> so a, a team was born. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've had a good time we doing have had that. A, yes, yes, we've had a very good time doing it. Well, how did students contribute or help you with the development of this book? Well, Richmond students were played a, a crucial role, role because uh, they collected a lot of data. Uh, we surveyed 450 adults from all walks of life, all age groups, and we asked them, who are your heroes? And we had this enormous database of, of names, and not just names of heroes, but reasons why these people are heroes. And that just provided a wealth of information uh, that appears in our book. Chapter 1 specifically talks about the different categories of heroes, the different types of heroes. It was really, it was really interesting to find sort of three major categories and uh, one-third of the people named as heroes are family members and teachers and coaches so so sort of specific to the the individual person another third roughly are fictional heroes so hmm. superman or sherlock holmes or the karate kid or uh was it walt, walt kowalski walt and Grant kowalski, torino clint eastwood himself <laughs> although that's a clint's a non-fictional yeah, 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 hero right. yeah. And, 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 and then um, the other third are real famous people like Clint Eastwood or Abraham Lincoln. Exactly. Uh, or Frank Champion, uh, who was a, a quarterback who won the Harvard-Yale game in 1968, 29-29. Wow. Maybe he falls into that first category <laughs> of, of, of specific heroes. But, 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 but students really helped us. Um, not only with collecting data, but really providing some ideas for us. For example, um, we had students list dozens, maybe hundreds of traits that they associated with heroism. 
And then we had other students classify those traits and, and into various categories. And we came out with what we called the great eight. The great eight mm -hmm. categories of traits. Um, and we also have the, the evil eight, the, the eight traits that categorize um, villains as well. So we have the evil eight, the great eight mm -hmm. that students generated yeah. Yeah. that help us understand the psychology of heroism. Wow. Well, that's fascinating. So it just took us out of our own little, out of our own heads. Yeah. <laughs> it did. And, and uh, you really just get a much fuller idea of how people think about heroes, and, and they were enormously helpful in, Absolutely. in collecting the data. Yes. Very good. Well, that kind of relates to our next question is, how can the University of Richmond community use this book to address various social issues on campus? Well, we talk a lot about what leads people to behave heroically or non-heroically. And uh, there's an awful lot about what enables people, inspires people to make what we might call the harder right choice uh, when it's difficult to do the right thing, what enables them to do it, what causes people to fail to do it. And, and I think uh, an understanding of, of both moral choices and then also being able to behave competently and, and, and overcome adversity to do good work. Um, I, I think we, we say something about that in the book. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The students. And in fact, one of the themes of our book is that anyone at any time can become a hero or a villain, depending mm -hmm. on circumstances and how we respond to circumstances. Mm -hmm. Because the situations we find ourselves in can bring out the best of human nature or bring out the worst in human nature. But all of us are heroes in waiting, waiting for an opportunity where we can rise to the occasion, like Wesley Autry, who was the subway hero. Mm -hmm. Wesley Autry in a, made a split-second decision to help a man who fell onto the subway tracks in New York. And the train tracks literally drove, drove right over him, missing his head by half an inch as he saved the man. And, and so this is how we hope we can make a difference in the community, by teaching people that not all heroes are Gandhi, not all heroes are, are Mandela. The, in fact, Gandhi and Mandela, Mother Teresa, they are the exceptions to the rule. The, most heroes are everyday people who, if they're sensitive to the situations they find themselves in, can rise to the occasion. And, and given that we see that one-third of the heroes that people mention are, in fact, these very specific people who had a direct impact on their lives, that really should open up the playing field for students to be heroes yep. to kids that they're taking care of or yep. um, others in, in, in need. So um, life is filled with choices and people make them for better or worse. And, and, and the book helps to illuminate that. I yeah, think. exactly. Good. Well, very good. Well, how would you envision undergraduates using this book, either here at the University of Richmond or at other universities? Well, hopefully, some of our colleagues might consider adopting the book as it has, uh, I think, profound implications for leadership, for ethics, for psychology, sociology, political science. The heroes come in so many different sizes, shapes, and packages, and they, they cuts across disciplinary boundaries. And uh, I can see this book being useful to a wide audience. Yeah, the short answer is that it can be used by having students read it in class. Right. <laughs> and, and, and or outside of class. Or outside yeah. of class, yes. Yeah. And, 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 and that uh, I think it could really be a, a good supplement 
supplemental text to the fields that Scott mentioned. Mm -hmm. Really um, give people a sense of both popular culture and history and psychology and leadership. And so it's just a lot they can get from it, we think. And <laughs> if, if, if not from reading the book, from looking at the pictures in the book, the book is filled with glossy color photos of heroes of many types and forms. All right, very good. And my last question. <laughs> How did library services support you in writing this book? Well, you used interlibrary loan quite a lot. Absolutely. I, I, I know I've asked you, Lucretia, for some help, and Scott, you've gotten some help. So it, it uh, was uh, quite a wonderful collaboration, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Librarians here are the best. <laughs> and and, and the resources here are fantastic in terms of tech support, um, library support, um, just providing information for us, background information. The databases, I mean, we had to refer to databases over and over again to get the facts on the heroes and why they're heroes, how they become heroes. So it's and since the book has been published, we've been writing leadership blogs right. um, on a range of different figures mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a range of different uh, concepts. In heroism? Yes, check out our blog, http colon slash slash blog.richmond.edu slash heroes. And the library has been fabulously helpful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. People up in the TLC. Is it the TLC up there? Yes. Yeah. Great, great help. Well, very good. Well, thank you, Dr. Ellison and Dr. Gothels, for your conversation today. Heroes, What They Do and Why We Need Them is available in Boatwright Library, and it's on sale in the University Bookstore. been listening to podcasts at Boatwright. Our host was Lucretia McCulley. Our guests were Scott Allison and George Gothels. Editing and production was performed by Andy Morton. Visit Boatwright Library on the web at library.richmond.edu.